0: I'm marketing and growth expert Justine Beauregard and this is the Ask the Marketing Expert podcast where I mentor online entrepreneurs on how to solve problems and build wildly successful businesses. If you want advice on how to grow your business fast with intention and joy, you've come to the right place. Let's dive right in. Hello everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Ask the Marketing Expert podcast. I'm so happy to be here with you today and with our guest, Anne Sison. She is an incredible entrepreneur. She's the founder of Tranquil Warrior Yoga and Life Coaching. Welcome Anne, tell us all about your business.
1: Thanks for having me. I'm really excited to be here. I teach people how to harness the power of their chakra system And energies using the yoga philosophies to manifest the life they've always dreamed of. And I've recently launched a new program called Goddess on Fire. And my passion is empowering women to follow their purpose.
0: I love that. So when you're finding these people, reaching these people, how are you reaching them? Mainly on Facebook right now. I'm not finding
1: much luck with Instagram. So my thought process now is to go more into podcasting as well. So are you
0: excited about the prospect of Instagram or are you kind of like, "Eh, I don't really love the platform. I'd rather do podcasting. Like what's drawing you in the direction of the podcast?
1: As far as Instagram goes, I feel like it's the follow unfollow game. I've got one main follower that seems to really like what I do, but she's not on Facebook. And a lot of what I do is on Facebook. Doing my first live challenge this past few weeks has shown me that I really don't mind being on camera. And I kind of like how I sound on, on a microphone. So <laughs> I figured I'd give podcasting a try because it seems kind of easy, I think.
0: Yeah. I mean, podcast, I mean, we're on a podcast and it's exactly, common, <laughs> I think. Uh, the difference it, they're very different, right? So that's why I'm just trying to get a grasp on as, as someone in marketing And seeing someone drawn in two totally different directions, or even the fact that you mentioned Instagram means to me that something is pulling you there. And I think there are a lot of influencers on Instagram that are in your space. So it's definitely possible to build a following and not have the follow-unfollow game. I'd be curious about your strategy for growth over there, but also then kind of breaking into the podcast side, like it's so different between more social media and a completely different medium.
1: Okay, yeah, I just want to explore a different medium, I think, not yeah. that I'm going to abandon Instagram. I think that that would be great for posting episodes and stuff on, but the different medium is intriguing to me
0: and I think it's fun to try something new for sure. So what are you thinking about in terms of your business growth? like what's your actual plan with the podcast, and how do you plan just monetize it and grow it and make it a source of new clients for you I'm hoping that. People just love it.
1: I don't really know anything about marketing a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) How do you market your
0: business elsewhere?
1: Organically, I just share, I share everything and ask friends to share. And I have a blog. I guess I should mention that I have a blog as well. So, yeah, I'm posting
0: about my blog too. So, the interesting thing, this would be a good thought exercise for you, I think, is when you create something new from a marketing standpoint, like you're breaking into a podcast and that's a completely new thing for you, is to always be really intentional about your plan for it. And most people who are not huge fans of marketing, which is a lot of entrepreneurs, you'd be surprised, or people who just feel like they don't know what to do when it comes to marketing, they actually know a lot more than they think. And I think this is the case with you as well. I looked at your Instagram really quick and you have almost 450 followers. So you've done something there to get people to your page, right? And you have a blog and you have readers on your blog and you have clients in your business and you have a growing Facebook page. So all of these things, you've marketed them. You've gotten the word out. And if you had just kind of stuck to your own network and asking your friends and family to share and asking your clients that you somehow managed to get to share, it still wouldn't grow to the point that I believe it's grown to.
1: Wow. Okay. Don't you think? Yeah, I think you're right. I think over the past month or so, I really stepped into it.
0: Yeah. So I would write down all the things that you've been doing. Like Really, instead of having it kind of be what I call a happy accident that you've come across all of these incredible people, some who've turned out to be great followers and some who've turned out to be great clients of yours and some who are more than likely lurking on your accounts, which is what you really want because those are your ideal clients, those lurkers who kind of wait in the background and eventually they come to you and say, I've been following your page for six months and I'm finally ready to work with you. Or I love what you have to say and I just haven't commented or engaged with you on anything and I I would love to have a conversation with you. That happens a lot. And these people, these 430 something followers that you have on Instagram, there are definitely people in there who are truly following you that are not just an account that lives there that are kind of dwelling. It's they're actively reading what you're saying and I saw that your posts have, you know, 20 likes, 30 likes, multiple comments on them, which means that people are seeing what you're posting and they're liking it, whether or not they're actually intending on booking a call with you or creating that relationship and one step further right now is a different story. But in terms of getting them to that initial step, I think that there are things that you're definitely doing and that you know more than you might believe that you do, if you really sat down and wrote it all out?
1: Okay. Like what's one
0: action that you took today in your business to get out there? You know,
1: I was just feeling very energetic about everything. So I took a picture of myself and posted exactly how I feel and who I am and what I'm, what I've been accomplishing, just small wins. It got so many comments. (laughs) So. (laughs) And where did you post it? Instagram and Facebook, my business page. I shared it on my personal page and then my husband shared it as well.
0: Taking those steps. And then when you posted it on Instagram, let me just take a quick look because I'm actually on your Instagram now. Okay. So yeah, you used hashtags, which is great. And it looks like you came at least somewhat close to the 30 hashtag allotment that they give you on Instagram. It's kind of these little moments that collectively come together and create massive results. You might think, oh, I just shared this post on my page or I just shared this on my Instagram or I just shared this on my personal account. And that it was just one simple action, but it's really the collective of you sharing it and then your husband sharing it and then someone seeing it who's a friend of a friend. This is the definition of organic marketing, right? It organically kind of spirals out. So, someone, there's a hashtag that you chose that somebody happened upon at just the right time and they clicked on it and they saw your post and now they're following you. And two months from now, they become a client and they tell a friend about you and then you do something else and it continues to sort of snowball. And that's really what marketing is, is really just connecting with people in a really meaningful way. And the more intentional you can get about it and the more focused you become about what actions did I take that really got a result and really measuring your success at the end of the day, the week, the month, or whatever frequency that you want to helps you get clearer about the things that you are going to reap the benefits of. Faster, if that makes sense. Like the more time that you spend sort of evaluating your progress based off actions that you've taken, the more likely you'll be to be able to repeat them. That's a good point. If I really think about it,
1: the posts that do the best are the ones where I bring myself into it.
0: Especially in your line of work, right? Because there is an extreme amount of trust that needs to be built for someone to say, okay, I believe you can help me. I believe that we're aligned, especially with the comment you made earlier about helping people achieve this sense of peace and balance in their life and finding their purpose and doing all those things in conjunction with the wellness side and the yoga side and the chakra side and all of those things. I feel like your clients would really need to open up to you in order to get the results that they need. And in order to really open up to you, they need to build the trust with you, which requires this sort of, slightly longer lead time for them to want to sign on with you as a client. Mm, That makes sense. Then just, you know, a graphic designer, can you create a logo for me? That's easy, (laughs) right? Like no one cares about that, but you're getting deep with these people and they're going to tell you, some personal things about themselves. And I wouldn't meet someone and two seconds later, tell them my deepest, darkest fears and secrets and all the things that are going to help me level up, which you would need to know in order to get them there.
1: Right. Exactly.
0: It's also about what have I done to create and build that trust with the people who have now been attracted to me and want to work with me? Hmm. Interesting question. So the post that you've written about yourself the one that you did today where you really pulled back the curtain and spoke about who you are and what you care about and what you believe part of the reason why people respond so well to posts like that is because they feel your sense of vulnerability in sharing it and they appreciate it so they want you to know that you've been heard when they read it and it builds that trust which I think those types of posts are what builds an incredible amount of trust and understanding between you and potential clients is like oh like attracts like and I see in Anne what I see in myself and some of the things she said really resonated with me which then reinforces my belief that she's the person who's meant to help me work through my family pressure and create a sense of balance in my life and achieve more joy in what I'm doing because she's been where I've been, or she is where I want to be, or she's helping me see the path because I relate to what she's saying. That makes sense. Do you journal? I do. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I figured. (laughs) (laughs) So the thing about journaling that I love, and for anyone who is listening to this episode, and if you don't journal, I want you to think about journaling as writing down your thought. It really is that simple. You don't have to do it in any specific way. I think taking the pressure off the fact that it has to be done a very specific way or you need prompts or you need to be someone who meditates in order to get the full benefit. Like there's a lot of um, stigma around journaling. And I think honestly, if you just take a pen to paper or open up a Word doc or record a voice note on your phone, I consider all of that to be journaling. And I think it's really important to get your thoughts out of your brain and somewhere where you can actually see them and use them to your benefit. So Anne, in your case, since you do journal and you already have a process for that, I would love for you to, for 30 days, set an intention to be more intentional about what you're doing in your marketing and then think about all the ways that you can take what you've done on Facebook and Instagram, even though you don't love it, and the other spaces that you're in, like on your blog, and write down consistently, here's the action that I'm taking, here's the result it's producing, here's what feels good to me, here's what's getting the best engagement, and sort of just make little notes for yourself and start to see the patterns before you launch your podcast. And then mm. think about how can I create the same result with this different medium? So that you know out of the gate you feel a little bit more prepared and you're a little bit ahead of the game in terms of getting the results or seeing the results that you really desire from that effort. Instead of just diving in headfirst and being like, well, let's see how this goes. <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah that that is something I could do, and that's probably that probably would work, yeah. what are you thinking in terms of the format for your podcast? Have you really thought through it at all in terms of what it would be called, or if you would yes what type of format it would be? What's that about? I'd love to hear about
1: um it. I'm literally thinking like just short podcasts, like 15, 20 minutes long, yeah, and no real big intro or anything because I know what I like to listen to and I know what I have time for and what I don't. (laughs) And I've already got a whole entire list of topics that are in kind of order of how you would achieve learning what your limiting beliefs are and going through the chakra system. And I mean, there's so much to talk about. So I I have a sticky note puzzle going on the back of my door here. (laughs) I
0: love sticky notes. They're all over my house too. Just ask my husband. (laughs)
1: Yeah, sticky notes and notebooks.
0: (laughs) Yeah, for sure. I have about 60 notebooks. Who knows? They're like all I have one in a drawer in my kitchen. I have one by my bedside, like all over the place in my bag, like everywhere I go. I have a notebook. Yep. (laughs) Um, So I love the name of your program, Goddess on Fire. Is that what it's called? That's what it's called. Yes. Is that going to be the name of your podcast? Because I think it's so good. I was going to call it Inner Goddess Rising. Ooh, that's good too.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe I'm feeling a rebrand soon in the future, but I I don't have time for that.
0: (laughs) And I love that you say that because I always critique my client's language. Like watch your language, hearing you say, I don't have time for the rebrand. You're just not prioritizing that right now. You're hitting me with one of my lines. (laughs) Yeah. But I also love that you're aware that you want to do it, but you're putting it on the back burner because other things are more important. And a lot of times, what happens as entrepreneurs, I've found, especially in my clients that I work with, is they'll hide behind their long list of to dos. Yep. Of why they can't make progress or why they're not achieving their goals. And I'll ask them something as simple as, How many offers did you make today in your business? And some will show up and say, None, but it's because I have to do this, 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 and this. And they'll list off all the things. And I'm like, How long does it take you to make an offer? Two seconds. And that's exactly. And they're like, Well, I just haven't had any opportunities. Really? Hold on one second. And then I go and tag them on 15 different posts on Facebook of opportunities (laughs) that they can go reach out to people. And they'll just be like, How did you find all those? It was my priority. I made it my priority. And you can do the same thing. If you get really intentional about what you want to achieve, and you're very clear about the actions you've taken to get to those results, it's really easy to create more results of that. Just like that, in the same way, in the same process. And it doesn't matter where you show up or how you show up or what you say, even. It's really about Your belief and knowing what you've done and going into it with this sense of calm and this sense of confidence, knowing that you can deliver on it. When COVID hit and my husband came home and he was very stressed out, who knows what's going to happen in my job and what's going to go on and everything, who knows how long this is going to last. And I just looked at him and I said, it's fine. I can create more clients anytime I want. I can create more money anytime we need it. And he just kind of looked at me and he was like, I believe you. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. And I'm like, this is my sense of calm and confidence in my business. Cause it's not just because I teach this for a living. It's because I really practice what I preach. Like everything I teach, I put into practice myself. So I know it works if you work it. So when you do these things, when you take these actions and you follow these sort of steps." It really opens up your mind to see from a bird's eye view what you're actually doing. And sometimes it shines a light on the things that are not working for you at all. When I first started my business, I was doing discovery calls and I was doing so many of them and I was getting so many clients and I was thinking it's got to be the discovery calls. The discovery calls are definitely the thing because I'm booking, all I could focus on was that I'm booking lots of discovery calls and I'm getting lots of clients. And then I went back and I did an analysis and I looked through the names of all the discovery calls that I booked and I felt like they all went great, right?
1: Mm
0: -hmm. And then I realized it was actually my conversations on Facebook that were getting me all of my clients pretty much. My close rate on discovery calls was terrible. (laughs) And I was like, wait, all those conversations went so great. And all the people on the discovery calls, Followed me, they went into my free group, but they never actually bought anything. So, yeah, I converted them. They got onto my email list, they did different things. They're still following me. Some of them ended up converting later, but it really was just my posts on Facebook that were doing so well. And it was taking me way less time. Two discovery calls worth of time was a month's worth of social posts for me. Wow. And I just kept That's thinking, inspiring. yeah, I've got to book more discovery calls. The I'm booking so many, I'm getting so many clients and I was wasting so much time. And if I didn't stop to think, what results are these actually producing for me? And I could have invested my time and prioritized getting better at the discovery calls, making them more effective to convert then and there. But I didn't want to because my offer was so low cost that it was actually losing me money And costing me way more time and not getting me the results, like it was so many negatives. And my brain was telling me, "Keep doing it. Keep doing it. It's working." So really think about that, and then also come up with a with a plan for your podcast. Like, how do you want to get it out there? Are you going to use a service like Buzzsprout or Lisbon or Anchor FM? And you know, what's that going to look like? And how long is it going to take you? And are you going to hire an editor? And all of those things, and just create a very simple list and I Google everything. I'm like the Google queen. So (laughs) go on Google and find a list of what do you do when you start a podcast and check off all the boxes. Because when I started this podcast, I just remember thinking, yeah, I'll just start a podcast. I have the content. I know what I want to do. I created the cover image. I I just got really excited about it. And then I thought, wait, how am I going to get this on iTunes and Spotify and... Google podcasts and all the places. And then I started asking around and doing research and realized, oh, wait, I have to spend time editing. Like when I started, I was editing my own podcasts. And it was taking me like three or four hours to edit one episode because I'm dealing with two audio tracks. I'm dealing with all the different nuances of me speaking and the other person speaking and getting it right and trimming it down to fit and all of those things. And it just ended up becoming a lot more work than I initially thought it was going to be. So not just about your actions for getting it promoted and shared and monetizing it, which are all good things to do, but also just the basics of how do I do this from start to finish, just to make it really simple on yourself. When you're ready to go, there's no missing pieces. There's no questions. It's just, I signed up for the service. I have my bio. I have my links. I have everything sort of in order and I know exactly what to do. And it just makes it a really stress-free launch process for you, which will make it way more fun to share. Come in with that calm and excited energy instead of the stressed out, oh my gosh, what am I doing energy? Then it just makes such a difference in the whole launch process for you and for your listeners. Oh, I bet. All about the energy.
1: When you launch it, do you do like a launch party? Can you do that on Facebook? (laughs) I was reading
0: anything you want. (laughs) Okay. One of my favorite things that I tell my clients is think about the number of times that you put yourself in a box every day as an entrepreneur or just as a human. Can I do that? Or should I do that? Or is this possible? And if you really just kind of take the box down and realize that you can do whatever you want, it could be a little overwhelming at first, to be honest, you know, thinking like the world is literally open to me and whatever I want to do is possible. Then what do I do? Cause there's so many options that I don't even know where to begin.
1: That's so true. I mean, that's what got us on fire is about. It's about opening yourself up to the energy. So,
0: (laughs) and it literally, yeah, it makes you, it makes you hot and sweaty and uncomfortable and, scared and excited and joyful. And it's all the positive and the negative emotions kind of mixed when you do that. But at the same time, what's really beautiful about that process of realizing that you don't need to be placed in a box is that you can get creative about what you choose to do. And it's not about what anybody else is doing it's about what you want to do. So if you feel called to do a whole launch party around it, then you should do that. When I launched my podcast, I took a messy action. I just kind of released it and saw what happened cuz it wasn't something that was it was just something that I decided to do. I had this idea that I really wanted to coach people on a podcast so that other people could benefit from hearing me coach someone through something that they're struggling with because I built my business around community and group coaching calls for that purpose of knowing that someone else's struggle is probably something that can help you even more than what you came to the call with for yourself. That's so true. So hearing what other people are struggling with, oh, I bet you there's listeners right now who are like, I want to start a podcast. This was really helpful. (laughs) Or, (laughs) Or they might say, you know what? I haven't been intentional about my marketing at all. And they totally picked up on that part of the conversation and really clung to it and realized that that was something that they need to start doing. Or someone who was overwhelmed by journaling and they decide that now it's much simpler than they thought and it's just writing their thoughts and now they're going to start writing their thoughts and now they're a journaler. There's (laughs) so many different aspects of this one call that can really help people and that is something that I didn't want to wait. On getting that out into the universe. I just felt like it was, I was being called to do it at that moment. So I did it, but I going back, I think launching anything with a plan. I actually have a workbook in my community called how to launch anything. Mm. And if you feel like you want to do that and you're really going to make this something that you're using to attract clients and convert them, Be super intentional about how you do that. Create a launch plan.
1: Hmm. and I want to look at that workbook.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's really good. (laughs) So where can people find you so that they can figure out how to get access to this amazing podcast that you're going to be releasing soon?
1: (laughs) So I'm on Instagram as Ann Sison Wellness Coach with underscores between each word. And my Facebook page is Tranquil Warrior Yoga and Life Coaching.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you again so much for being on. I really appreciate it. And just for being open with the audience so that we can all learn and grow together as a community. I think it's really amazing what you're doing for other women as well. And I wish you the best of luck. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening. I can't wait to share more with you. But in the meantime, if you're ready to prioritize the growth of your business and need help, I'm your person. Visit www.growthmindsetmarketers.com for details on my $49 a month program for explosive growth where you'll get everything you need to grow a business simpler in all the ways you love. There's daily support, coaching, a huge resource library, masterclasses with industry experts, and so much more. Check it out and I'll catch you back here for the next episode.